Every town has its local legends, and for the northern Utah city of Ogden, it's no different. The ghost of Flo, a 15-year-old girl with a forbidden love, is said to haunt the Ogden City Cemetery. The story goes that Flo was waiting for a ride from her boyfriend, a boy her parents did not approve of, when she was hit by a car and killed by the curb. Some claim she will appear from behind her headstone if a driver points their car's headlights at the grave and flashes the lights three times. Supposedly, she will head toward the vehicle, mistaking the car for the ride she missed. A groundskeeper also claims to have heard unexplained sounds of children playing and laughing in the part of the cemetery known as Babyland, where many children and infants are buried. He also says he saw a man disappear, and during a lightning storm, he spotted a black-caped figure when lightning struck a tree. Local lore even says that Stephen King was inspired to write Pet Cemetery after visiting the graveyard. I'm not sure about Babyland, the black-caped figure, or the rumor about Stephen King's inspiration for Pet Cemetery, but... I do have my own personal experience with the ghost of Flo. I've seen her with my own eyes. On this episode, listen in as I describe my possible encounter with the supernatural. I'm Jaden McKell, and you're listening to Straight Up Enigmas. and welcome to the podcast. Again, I just want to give a little shout out to Chuck Flyer for our cool new theme song. You guys should definitely go check him out. Seriously, his songs are awesome and he's really talented. You can find his songs anywhere where you download your music. And another quick shout out to all of you who are following the podcast. I really appreciate the support, you guys. You all are amazing. Thank you so much. For those of you who aren't following the podcast yet, what are you waiting for? Make sure you become a follower so you don't miss out on any of the straight up enigmas we talk about on the show. And remember, you can always follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Straight Up Enigmas. Like I said in the intro, every small town has its urban legends. Now, I didn't actually grow up in Ogden, Utah, but I was raised um, about 20 to 25 minutes south of it. So when I was in high school, my friends and I heard all about the story of the ghost Flo that haunted Ogden Cemetery. In high school, my friends and I were totally into scary stuff. We watched all the classic horror movies and told ghost stories at my friend Spencer's cabin, and we even tried going to places that we heard were haunted. I know, right? We were super smart, but that's what bored teenagers do, you know? At least in Utah, maybe. So what I'm going to do today on today's episode is tell you exactly what happened to me and my friends at the cemetery. And then I'm going to explain the real history behind the legend of Flo using Jennifer Jones's website, The Dead History. I mentioned in our second episode a little bit about Jennifer and what she does on her website, But as a quick review, Jennifer has done a lot of research on the true history behind some local legends in Utah. 
She's done some really good digging to get to the bottom of things, and she's been nice enough to let me discuss her article and research to see if we can maybe make sense of what I saw in the graveyard that day. So, without further ado, this is my story. When I was about 15 or 16, my friends told me about a ghost named Flo, short for Florence, that hung around the cemetery in Ogden. They said she was the spirit of a girl who had been hit by a car while waiting for her prom date to come and pick her up. So my friend, Spencer, told me that a friend told him, and yes, I know that sounds like the super cliche beginning to any urban legend, but that actually happened. Uh, This friend told Spencer that if you go to the cemetery at night and put your car in neutral and shine your headlights three times on Flo's headstone, she would appear in front of you in the road. And like I said earlier, we were super into supernatural stuff, nothing like Ouija boards or anything, but we got a huge thrill out of going to so-called haunted places. So like the super smart teenagers that we were, one night my friends and I uh, pile into Spencer's car that we all called Fiona, cause it was big and green and we were super creative, and we drove over to Ogden which my parents did not approve of at all, by the way. Uh, We drove into the cemetery really late at night, which my parents also did not approve of when they found out. And we actually had to loop around a couple of times because we saw another car in the cemetery trying to do the exact same thing as us. We finally parked our car on top of this little hill so that we were slightly facing downhill. And I mean, it was a tiny little hill, barely raised up at all. We turned off our phones. Spencer put Fiona in neutral. And as we're rolling forward, he flashes the brights three times on Flo's grave. A few seconds pass and nothing happens. We're all kind of quietly, nervously laughing, you know, waiting for something to happen. But we're just sitting there when suddenly we all go dead quiet. About 20 or so yards in front of us, this ball of green light about the size of a basketball appears in the middle of the road and it just hovers there. I remember it being completely silent in the car. The only sound I could hear was our breathing as we all just watched this ball for a few seconds and then it disappeared. I think I remember someone started saying something like, did you guys see that? When the form of a girl appeared in the exact same spot where the ball of light had been in the middle of the road. And just like that ball, this girl sort of glowed with this greenish light. All I could see was her side profile. She was standing, or she was hovering because her feet looked like they didn't touch the ground and she was facing away from us to my left. I could clearly see that she looked like a person. It wasn't just this vague, shiny form. I could see a head and arms hanging down loosely at her sides and legs. She was wearing a flowy dress that went down to her ankles and her hair was long and it looked almost like it was floating, like it was suspended in water or something. The image stayed only for a few seconds, maybe only like five or 10 seconds, and then she disappeared. She didn't move toward us or the car, but Eric, one of my friends that was also with us that night, said that he remembers her sort of moving off to the right and disappearing. As soon as she was gone, I remember taking 
a deep breath like I had been holding my breath that whole time and we all sat there in this stunned silence. Someone finally broke the silence, I think it might have been my friend Kim, and we were all asking each other, did you see that? Did you see that? And Spencer turned on the car and we drove forward straight through the spot where Flo had been standing. I didn't feel scared necessarily, I didn't feel like Flo was malevolent or that she wanted to hurt us, but I just felt shaken up, you know, and the whole way home we were all just in awe at what had happened. We were seriously spooked, but mostly just dazed. Alright, so now that I've related to you my experience, 100% true by the way, I did not exaggerate anything at all, and I even checked with my friends that were with me to see if they could help me remember the details. And it's funny because I was talking with my little sister um, the other the other night, and I asked her about Flo, because she went to the same high school as me, and I figured she had probably heard the story too. And I asked her if she had ever been to the cemetery, and she was like, oh yeah, we went like 5,000 times. I told myself that I saw something, but I don't think I really did. I, I mean, I wasn't with her. I don't know what she saw, but it's interesting to me maybe why some people see Flo and why other people don't. It's an enigma, right? It's an enigma, totally. But now that I've told you my story, I'm going to read to you the actual facts behind Flo's life to see if we can make any connections here. This is how Jennifer Jones's article, Flo's Grave, Ogden City Cemetery, reads. The legend. If you flash the lights of your car onto Flo's grave three times, her ghost will appear and come towards you. The history. Like most legends, it's impossible to trace this one back to its source. There are a couple of different versions explaining how Flo died, leaving her ghost forever waiting at her grave. One version says that Flo was waiting to be picked up by her boyfriend to go to the school dance at Ogden High when she was struck and killed by a car. And that is the version that my friends and I heard. Another says she died from choking on a piece of candy. Just how close is any of this to what caused Flo's untimely death? The truth is not very close at all. Florence Louise Grange was born on November 24, 1903 in Ogden. She was the second child born to Dottie Susan Mumford and Ralph Manton Grange. Most of the references to her called her by her middle name Louise and not Florence or Flo. From what little information is available, it seems like she was a well-liked girl. There were a couple of mentions of her being a guest at various parties and she was on a school volleyball team in 1916. So I just want to pause here for a second. Not only is uh, this girl Florence Grange, not only does she not even go by Flo, she goes by her middle name, Louise. Alright, so Louise also is a pretty well-liked popular girl. Okay, there's mentions of her going to parties and she was on the school volleyball team. So she's not this creepy, pale-faced girl with black stringy hair in her face. She's not the typical creepy ghost girl that we picture from the movies. In 1918, the United States and the world saw the worst influenza pandemic to date, the Spanish flu. An estimated 20 to 50 million people died from this worldwide. It claimed the lives of almost 700,000 people in the U.S. alone. Utah was the third hardest hit state. 
It was so bad by late November 1918 that both of the hospitals in Ogden were full, and city officials turned an LDS amusement hall into an emergency care center. Um, just to clarify, LDS is a little, it's an abbreviation for the prominent religion in Utah, which is the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. So what this article is saying right now is that the hospitals were completely full and they had to create these makeshift hospitals around the city because they had to have somewhere to put all of these sick people. People were required to have clean bills of health from their doctors just to enter Ogden. From September 1918 until June 1919, over 2,343 deaths in Utah were reported to have been caused by the Spanish flu. What was odd about this strain is that it was particularly hard on young, otherwise healthy people. According to Grange Family History, the entire family contracted the flu after one of their tenants became ill and brought it into the household. Most of them caught a mild case and didn't spend any time in bed sick. Louise, however, was not so lucky. Louise caught the flu and died at her home at 5 a.m. on December 29, 1918, at the age of 15. Her official cause of death was listed as died suddenly, probably of endocarditis. The contributing factor was influenza. Her death certificate also states she had been sick for 10 days. It's also worth noting that her family had a strong automobile connection. Uh, could this be maybe where the legend connects her death with an automobile? Her father, Ralph Grange, was one of the first auto mechanics in the state of Utah. He was well known throughout the state for his knowledge of fixing, building, and racing cars. You can find Flo's grave at the Ogden City Cemetery, located near 20th and Washington. Her grave is on 7th, just north of Martin. The plot number is 2A, 13325W. Surrounding Flo's grave are the graves of her parents, grandparents, and at least one sibling. In one of the comments underneath this article, a person who calls themselves M says that he or she has seen Flo. M says that they pulled up to her grave, they turned off the car, and they flashed the lights. M says that Flo was green and wearing a dress, which is exactly what I saw, this green figure in a dress. M also says that Flo came toward the car and disappeared just as she got to the front of the car, but then when they looked behind them, they could see her standing behind the car. Another comment written by someone called L says that they saw Flo not once, but twice in the same night. Scariest thing that's ever happened to me. I'll never question spirits again, says L. to admit after reading Jennifer's article I was a little disappointed to find that Flo wasn't a creepy little girl terrorizing the neighborhood when she was alive. She wasn't even killed by a car. She died at home from the flu. There's honestly no reason then for her to be hanging around the cemetery. No reason at all that flashing headlights would make her appear. I still saw what I saw though that night in the cemetery but is what I saw really a ghost. To this day, I honestly have no idea what caused the image in the middle of the road. 
I've heard everything from a mirage to lights bouncing off of tombstones to swamp gas, but to me, none of those explanations really work. None of them really hold any water for me. I did some research online looking for other cemeteries with weird green lights and ghosts, and one of the first things that popped up, naturally, was the Green Light Cemetery in New Jersey. It's officially called the Bayview Cemetery, but locals started calling it the Green Light Cemetery because they say you can see an eerie green light hovering above the trees there. They also say that sometimes it looks like there's this ball of green light uh, moving through the tombstones, almost as if somebody is walking with a lantern with a green light in it. Well, they've pretty much found that a lighthouse in the distance is the source of the green light. So mystery solved for the Green Light Cemetery in New Jersey, but Ogden has no lighthouses. And it's not just a green light I saw, but a full-bodied apparition. I don't know if what I saw was a ghost. I really don't. I don't know if I believe that ghosts are just here in our realm, in the realm of the living, wandering around, that they can be summoned by headlights, but I know that I saw something. It's honestly just been a straight-up enigma to me for the last decade. If you've been to Ogden Cemetery and have your own experience with flow, please let me know. If you have any theories about what I might have seen, or if you have a local legend from your hometown you'd like to share with me, I'd also love to hear from you. Thanks again for listening, you guys. Make sure to become a follower of the show, and remember, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Check out Jennifer Jones's website at thededhistory.com. Again, thanks so much for listening, and join me next week for a brand new episode of Straight Up Enigmas.